If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everyone. Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And we're in the same room The same motherfucking room. (laughs) (laughs) There's the levels we were talking about. There's the meme. Oh my God. We're just so excited to be. It's been over a year since we've recorded in the same room, yeah? Uh, Well, almost a year. Because it was February that I left last year. Almost a year. Holy shit. Oh. Oh my God. This is exciting. This is very exciting. Brian is coming to you from the Frankenbean Studio in Waynesville, North Carolina. <laughs> Which Waynesville is fucking cool as shit. Like, Thank you. Yeah. The, the couple of bars that you took me to and the little downtown area. The fucking mountains. Hello. I told you. Mm, I don't have mountains in Kansas City. It is the motherfucking mountains <laughs> out here. Everywhere like, Brian's like, mountains! <laughs> like, yes. That's where we're at here. <laughs> it's nice out here. I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, it feels good to be reunited, yeah. it feels so good. <laughs> Brian was uh, in Georgia visiting some family. Yeah, yeah, dad died over the weekend. I know, it was very sad. It was so. sad, but it was, it, was, it was so good to have everybody together and meet people that I never knew before that are family, so. Yeah. Not the worst trip ever. It was, like, a little weird for me because I was excited that you were like i was like i'm not excited that your dad is dying but i am excited that you're gonna be coming here but like i'm more excited about my inheritance (laughs) oh my god oh my god please tell the audience what you've inherited oh my god this treasure (laughs) national treasure so my dad is a pervert and i got four busts of naked women like more than just bust, they're like um, wall art. Yeah. Like life size ish. Yeah, two of them are the front. They're, there's boobies and nipples and all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. the other two are are butts. Like ceramic white naked <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and they will never go on my wall. I don't know what to do. Wow, with them. <clears throat> wow. And I was like, well, Brian, I'm sure maybe some nice art collector would really get a kick <laughs> out of this. And he's like, yeah. But they were my dad. <laughs> right. What do I do? I I can't get rid of them. Like, like, my dad was excited for me to have these things. I was like, when my mom died, I just got, like, a set of Charles Dickens books. <laughs> I, was like, I knew I was never going to use and wasn't really sure what to do with. But yours is a whole level of not really sure what to do with. No. No. Yeah. Still not. No. I don't know. And then I, what else did you get? A sword. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because we were traveling. Me and my sister, um, Ambrosia, she lives in Michigan. But we were traveling around, um, and we had these naked lady bus and two swords in the back, and also like open containers of vodka and whiskey. <laughs> and it's like if I get pulled over without a out of state oh, place, ten and two, Brian, <laughs> ten and two. <laughs> how am I ever going to explain this? Yeah, they're going to be like, "Do you need help?" Like, like <laughs> right. worried for your sister. Right? Yeah. yeah. Say the word red if you need help. Yeah. Uh, Serial killer starter pack in your backseat. That's your no doubt, though. Yeah. So weird. But, you know. (laughs) I mean, also, it was a good week because after last week's tragedy of me losing my wallet, and I was very concerned because Mm. I thought what was my most prized possession, which was the Mark Jackson NBA card... That Brian gave me as my going away gift. 
I carried it in my wallet at all times because, for those of you who don't know, the Mark Jackson NBA New York Knicks card has Eric and Lyle Menendez in the front row <laughs> in, the back, in the background. And when I moved, Brian was like, it came with two. So you have one, and I have one, and it's like our best friend necklace, like you know, the ones with the heart. It breaks a heart. It breaks apart, and yeah. And we were talking about this earlier, but we never looked at his stats, like right. So St. John's, I guess, was the college. Oh yeah, New York. Okay. Yeah, he played for three years uh, at New York, and um, GP games played, and then field goal percentage, not yeah, below average. Yeah. Four, I was like, uh, Brian, point- I'll be honest. The only <laughs> thing I've looked at on this card is the Menendez brothers so yeah. hard that I don't even know what, what Who, team he played for. Who's Mark Jackson? Also, yeah. But I was so upset because when my wallet got stolen, I thought that was in it. And my I was like, my heart is broken. Like, my most <laughs> prized possession is gone. And yet, somehow, I was cleaning out my house yesterday. And I was like, cleaning out an old person. I was like... Mark Jackson! <laughs> the card was in another purse that I had transferred all of my shit into. Yeah. And it was just like the greatest day of my life to find it again. But imagine being like Mark Jackson's family or like a card collector. Right. Because when I looked these up on eBay, they were stupid expensive. Yeah. And nobody cares about Mark Jackson. It's just the Menendez brothers are in the background. Literally just happen to be... The very two people to his left in the front row that you can see. Oh, and we d- there's speculation that the murders were committed before this picture was taken. Right. So it was in between the time <laughs> that, yeah, that the murders happened and the time they were arrested. Which makes sense because they were balling out of control. They said that oh, yeah, yeah. they were buying Porsches and, and watches all stuff, and all this other and yeah. Like, yeah. So, so yeah, they went and watched a, a Lakers game, I'm assuming. Yeah, it had to be because this had to be L.A. Yeah, so at, at a Lakers game, the Knicks were in town, and well, maybe they were in New York. There was something about one of them wanted to open up a um, a they, restaurant. He in did. New York. He bought. Yeah. Well, no, I think he bought it in New Jersey, where they're from. Okay, so they might have been in New York for they that. They may have been in New York. There's not them. a lot of yellow in the crowd, so it's crazy. Interesting. Anyway, what a great <laughs> week. Brian just scored an inheritance. I found my Mark Jackson card. All is good. <laughs> There's more to come that is good news that we'll tell you at the end at my shout outs. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, only how many, Brian? Are, six minutes. Six minutes in. Almost oh, seven. Mine normally shows it there, so I thought oh. you were recording <laughs> again. Did I, I, for, like, did God I forget damn to hit record? <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> only seven minutes in. Um, to recap last week. Yeah, we talked about uh, Sugar Babies and Sugar Daddies. Oh, yeah. Which was, I think, one of our best episodes. I mean, that was... Oof, it was a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes, yes. An hour and 22 minutes worth of what the fuck. And it, it, it was interesting because a lot of people reached out to me and was like, I knew somebody who was in a Sugar Baby situation, and they got their t- tuition paid for, they got their rent paid for, they went on all of these trips. This is insane. We have a friend that went on a sugar baby date one time, and she was like, never again. Never again. <laughs> it's just, I guess it's all about what you are prepared to deal with. I'm I'm fine with it. I I would go on a sugar baby date. I mean, I Maybe. would if someone wants to give me money. Yeah, pay for my tuition or student loans or rent. I'm just going to vote for Elizabeth Warren and hope it all works <laughs> itself out. 
I'm here for a woman president. I'm here for my student. I was like, you said what? Student loan debt erased. Yep. Okay. I don't need to know nothing else. Right. I literally don't care what your stance is on absolutely anything else. <laughs> like, you said student loan debt gone. Done. Four years. How much other damage could you really do in that time? Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, so that was last week. And this week, we decided we were on sex topics for a few weeks. So we're going to get back to relationships. And we decided we were going to talk about the fact, well, we'll call it too fast, too soon. We're going to put that as like the number two fast and the number two soon. Yes. <laughs> um, we may or shit. may not have, <laughs> yeah, we may or may not have a surprise for you that Vin Diesel is in the studio. <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> but don't get your hopes up, but. Too fast, too soon. Yeah, like sometimes, well, actually. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, yes. Don't worry, Lil Bow Wow is not in this episode. Yeah. I promise. Um, maybe. I don't know. The night is young. Uh, but anyway, in today's day and age, relationships just be going too fast, too soon. Sure. And we've both had uh, situations to where somebody weeks in. Even less than sometimes. Some yeah, they will they will say things, they will do things, and it's way too soon. You just feel compelled to like be instantly either in a relationship or not, I think. Right. You know, and the internet and technology and the availability of us being on demand all the time yeah. is absolutely what has created this. You yeah. know, like back in the day, I remember like you know, dating in high school, even like, you, you know, you had to rely on your home phone. Right. And you had to hope that they were going to call. You had to, A, even get the courage up to give out your number. Uh-huh. B, or once, ask for a number. Oh, yeah. And then once you did that, then it was like you had to hope they would call. That could take days just to see if they did. And then let's say they did and you weren't home, they would leave a message. And then that was all a whole nother delay. And yeah. Somebody you, else was on the other line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you had to call them back and then they weren't home. And there was just so much time where you were out like living the rest of your life where it didn't consume you the right. way it does today. No. You know? No, that's fair. And I think that, you know, obviously technology has had a lot to do with that. But just like this need for more constant contact is like. The addiction that technology has created in relationships. Well, especially with the dating apps. And like you said in a previous episode, how you almost get that high when you make a match. Or, yeah. you know, it sets off endorphins. You get excited about it and you're like, look, Beth, look at the match I made. Yeah. Yep. Or like, you know, like that texting you back right away and then they text you. And then it's like constant all day, every day sometimes. Like I haven't been in that situation in a while. But, like, when you are in that situation, it's, like, all-consuming. Yeah. And, you know, like, you forget that you have uh, the rest of your life to live that does not involve around that constant contact. Yeah. And then at the same time, it also leads to quicker concerns about the relationship and where it's going. Because, like, let's say you're doing that instant high contacting, like, texting all day, every day, and then all of a sudden that that frequency drops off. Sure. Then all of a sudden she's worried like, oh no, he's not texting me as much. He must not like me anymore. When in all reality, you probably just have a regular ass life that has been backing up from all the time you spent texting that person. Yeah, yesterday she texted me at 
9.30, good morning. Today it's 11.30. Oh, no. And then people um, read into that too much. Right. Today you only texted me three times. Yesterday we were texting all day. Right. Like, what's wrong? Now what? Now there's a problem. Right. When, when in all reality, there's probably not a problem. No. People just, get busy. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier with, with both of our, with your dad. Like, yeah. People get busy. It's yeah. fine. It's okay. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, it's, uh, it also makes us, and then here's the other problem too. Again, when going back to the swiping and all of that availability, it also makes us too likely to give up on something because we know that the next thing is just out there waiting. Yeah. For like you to like, so you're more likely to give up on somebody because of all of these insecurities and stuff that this causes because of, you know, yeah. So you're like, well, the next thing is, is waiting for me. A couple just of swipes swipe away. away. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's caused a lot of problems with the too fast, too soon, you know, people aren't taking their time anymore. So, so we've again, once again, taken to the internet as we do, but, um, we've done the research on how do you know when you have rushed the process of your relationship? Yeah. So first we'll talk about what are the signs of that? How do you know that you're rushing things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first one I actually thought was interesting for a first point, but it is very true. And that is you're on the rebound from a previous long-term relationship. Yeah, that's a good one. And so, yeah, so definitely, you know, when you're in that situation, you're used to the constant contact of a relationship. Mm-hmm. You are sometimes looking to fill that void that that person being so present in your life filled. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might have a fear of being alone, you know, like... And that makes sense. I mean, and, and like we already said, the drop off of text messages or the time of text messages, somebody in this position who is on the rebound probably notices that a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. Than someone who's not. Well, especially because, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter how long ago that relationship started. Mm-hmm. Once you're in a relationship, you're in constant contact with someone generally in a long-term relationship. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, you're kind of used to that person always checking in with you and like not making decisions without consulting you first and right. things like that. And so it can, it can be hard to start from square one and remember that that's not how relationships start out. Yeah. When you don't know someone that well. No, that's fair. And also, you have to remember, I know we talked about this in an episode we did previously about um, being happy alone, and that is that instead of thinking of that loneliness that, you know, being single creates, you have to think of it in a positive way. Like, instead of loneliness, you have privacy. Yeah. You know, you have this time, again, to yourself to get to know yourself, and you should respect that time by yourself. Yeah. And, and use that time to yeah. find what you're looking for and get used to being... Get that revenge body in the gym. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. And get used to being alone again and, and the process that it takes. Or doing the stuff that you loved to do that you sacrificed while you were in that relationship. Yeah. You know? Because God knows, you know, we all kind of do that stuff where when you're in a relationship, it's like, okay, you have to compromise... What you want to do, what you love to do, who you want to be around all the time, 
you know, so think of that time as a good time instead of like, oh no, it's this empty void that I have to fill. Yep. Time to rebuild yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the next one is constantly checking in with each other. We talked about the whole yeah. texting all day and... Yeah, um, which is too much for me anyway. You know, we've talked about this before to where like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday girlfriend would be perfect. Too much for me. So too much. Like, <laughs> I've said, like I've said, like two days is more than enough for me. Yeah, I, it doesn't take much time, but... Um, but like the all day, every day thing too is so much for me where it's like... It, it just ends up stressing me out when someone, like, I feel like I have to get back to someone all the time. Yeah. Like, if you check in with each other. Cool. You know, one, two, three times a day. Like, that's cool with me. I hate small talk. Mm-hmm. How was your day? I have work. Do you have work? Was work stupid? Yeah, work was always stupid, okay? You want to know the answer to that? Yeah, work sucked. It always does. Like, Do you like stuff? Did you eat today? What did you right. eat? It's so mundane. Like... I have real shit to be working on and doing and like, you know, okay, yeah, like Brian and I talk 27 times a day, but there's something to say, you know, like something significant to say and or like a hilarious meme or something. Yeah. But like, unless you have something significant to say, it's so unnecessary to do all the chit chat. Well, it takes away from the time that when you're spending together with them. It takes away from that conversation. For sure, yeah. If, if you're texting all day, every day, what do you have to talk about when you finally are together? Right. And, you know, that can happen even in the initial stages of dating someone mm-hmm. when you're like, you have this great conversation online and then you meet in person and you're like, oh, my God, their personality sucks. We've well, heard if, of that before, yeah, too. Yeah, but it could be just because you got everything out in person already. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. So then we have the uh, overanalyzing of text messages. We talked about that. Oh, this is so like once you get in that mode of constantly texting all day, then when they don't, Mm -hmm. you misinterpret it as something it's not. Absolutely. And with that, I mean, overanalyzing, things don't always come across on text as clearly as they do. Never. No. I always think my sister is being a giant cunt to me every time (laughs) she's texting me. But I always forget she has two children that are screaming and Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So overanalyzing of text messages, that's a big problem. The next one is interpreting what they say is also a problem. Right. Yeah. So the need to hear back right away. (coughs) If you are feeling that need to hear back from someone right away, Mm -hmm. that is not a deficiency (coughs) in their communication with you. That is a deficiency within yourself that you should think about. Right. You know, if you need to hear back from someone right away, why? Yeah. Unless there is a very pressing matter to be discussed, someone doesn't need to get back to your how was your day immediately. Okay. No. That's no. not that important. There are other things in life that are more important. And also, if you're misinterpreting what they're saying, like, oh, uh, he just, like, there was no wink face kiss emoji this time. Yeah. Does that mean that he doesn't like me anymore? Bitch, no. Like, yeah. it's like, just don't overanalyze anything in a text message. It's just a text message. Right. We're real people and we should communicate in real life. Absolutely. Um, Less communication equals less time to fuck it up. Yes. Which that's a good... (laughs) I'm known for sticking my foot in my mouth and with the misinterpretations of text messages and all that other stuff, I'm doomed. The less (laughs) that you can say, the or like 
sometimes the less opportunity you give them to say something. Mm-hmm. Like, if you say three significant things back and forth a day, isn't that better than, like, a whole shitload of mindless shit chat? Right. Uh, all the LOLs and ha-ha-ha and, oh, that's Is fair. it really that or, important? You know, for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, a wink face emoji. It's w- all... When I feel like I, I get into a conversation and it's, it's dying down and my go-tos are for sure. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not, like... A real response, but it's like, I can't, I've got nothing to say about right. this. For sure. If LOL. I say, yeah, if I say for sure more than once, uh, wrap that story up, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Uh, we also have, don't expect them to fill your void. It's not fair to the other person. Right. If you're bored all day at work, and you are texting back and forth with someone, and then they don't text you back. Right. Get to work. Honey, find something <laughs> to do. If there's time to lean, there's time to clean. That is what I tell my employees all Damn day. Okay. So that's not fair to that person to, like, make it seem like it's a deficiency in them. Yeah. That they're not filling that, like, time at work that you're bored. Right. Yeah. They might not be bored at work. They may have a ton of shit to do. They may be busy. Yeah. They may be concentrating on 20 other different things. And that's when you get a for sure response. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So look at the man in the mirror before you start. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, oh, this is like such a huge one, which I think everybody does this. But uh, you start spending too much time at their place and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, we all do this. Yeah. We're like three or four days a week. You're at sometimes even more than that. Yeah. You might be at their house two days a week. They might be at your house three days a week. And like before you know it, you're like, ex- that's expected out of you. Yes. Yeah. When with when it comes to me, honey, <laughs> I need you to get out of my house at some point in time. Okay? Yeah, yeah. You've but, said it before. Like there's there's room for me and the dog. Like you exactly. can go home now. You start leaving dishes in the sink, shit like that. I'm gonna oh. lose my mind, and yeah. you gotta go. Okay. Yeah. Or, or yeah, one thing that was like my pet peeve was like putting the toilet seat down. Like right. the seat down is fine, but the the lid down on top of that. That's not how you found it. That's not how you should leave right. it. Like, why Why do I have to feel stressed over little shit that you do? Right. You would be amazed how much the dishes in the sink thing turns me into a crazy person. Fair. Which yeah. I know you're a guest in my house, but like, you know, like, okay, once you get to the point where like, okay, th- over at each other's houses three or four days a week. Yeah. Like, at the beginning, yeah, leave a dish in my sink. I cooked you dinner. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're over here three or four days a week, honey, you know that yeah. there is never a dish in that sink. And by that point, you know that that grates on my last goddamn nerve. <laughs> right. So don't do it. Yeah. And the more, uh, again, the more opportunities you give each other to do that, the more you're going to fuck it up. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like this pattern sets the bar too high. Too early on. There's nowhere to go besides, like, moving in together and getting married. And once you've hit that point of, like, hanging out at each other's houses every day, like, a few months in. Right. You're not going to move in together immediately no. after that point. No. And it's okay to, like, go over to somebody's house 
and fuck and then go home. Right. There's nothing wrong in with fact, that. In fact, that's what I want to do. Like, and <laughs> that is the dream. That is the goal. Every once in a while, it's nice to sleep next to somebody and cuddle with them. Every once, once in a while. Once in a while. Being, like, operative words there. Right. Like, every single time, I'm just, like, silently willing them to get out of my head and go home. <laughs> just stressed out about, like, ugh. Ugh, it's the dog and me and I'm going to have to be in the middle because the dog takes up half the bed. Right. And then, and then you got to get up <sighs> early to get this person out of your house and then get to work and all, all those other things. Right. And I don't like the dog to be stressed out about where he's going to lay. No, that's fair. He does not like that shit. And then, okay, yeah. So again, you know, you have to, okay, yeah. You need to leave time and space for yourselves to be individuals. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what those days by yourself are good for. Yeah. Are that me time. Yeah. Which, obviously, I require more than you do. But, you know, <laughs> everybody requires that me time. And it, it that's where you are restored you, who you are. Right. You don't want to be just, you know, Beth and Michael. You want to be Beth, you know, on your yeah. own. Like When we talked about that, there was an incident where it was like, well, what are you doing for the game? Well, I'm going to go to this place, and I'm watching the game here. Yeah. So you want me to meet you there? No. No. That's not I what have I plans said. For the game. I have plans for the game. I'm going here. I'm watching the game. That that I did not say we. We. I didn't invite you. So yeah, maybe that's another good point. It's like don't interject yourself into. If someone says they have plans, that's just it. respect the fact that they have plans. Right. Done. That doesn't mean like oh, so yeah like so we're going where. Oh, you're going to a concert? Like, where are you going? It doesn't matter. No. I now, if I ask a question like that, it's just because I'm a music junkie and I want to know what, who <laughs> you're seeing. But, like, I would never interject myself and be like, cool, I'm going to get tickets too. You know, like, no, don't ever. No. 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 You have to just, like, and also, like, a really important thing about that, when you're inviting in someone into your own home, mm-hmm. you don't know them that well. No. Like, my level of trust is, like, zero. That's fair. You know? And I think that, like, that's probably another hard reason why I have a hard time with people staying the night. Because I'm so, like, shifty brain Chicago. Like, always, like, I look under my car every single time before I get in it. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm convinced because of, like, a 90s gang story in Chicago where, like, they were doing, like, a gang initiation where they would, uh, like, they would hang out under your car and they would slit your Achilles tendon. No. And this is, like, something I learned in the 1990s. And to this day, it affects me. And, like, my I look at my back seat. Yeah. I, like, case my house <laughs> when I get home. Like, if someone's not with me because I'm afraid. Like, so, yeah, you don't, like, just don't trust people that easily. You never know. Yeah. I normally, like, if I'm spending the night at somebody's house that I don't know, I will leave my wallet in the car. Oh, yeah. Purse in the car, for sure. Or I will, like, if I forgot about it, or maybe I trust this person enough, I will put my wallet in my shoe mm-hmm. at the end of the night. Yeah. 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 You don't know these people. You like, really don't know them that well. After a few months, you still don't really know someone that no, that's well. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Just don't lose yourself. Sense of self that quickly. Like, just don't dive head first in. because. Right. It's just too much, too quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next one is saying I love you too quickly. Mm. Oh. Mm. Especially not after the first time you have sex. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> 
That's the wrong time to say it. Or mapping yeah. out uh, the future together, meaning family, kids. Um, yeah, don't don't start. I, I mean, so the meeting the family and the kids that was like the point that that was that first one is like okay, meeting my family. You're not gonna meet my family until like yeah, like my yeah. dad has met two boyfriends ever. Yeah. And one I've been dating for five years, and it was at my mom's funeral. And then the other one was at, like, I, I can't remember what it was. But it was, like, yeah, two in 38 years. Like, yeah, my sisters have probably met maybe three. Like, you know. And then I can't even imagine if I had kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have kids, you have got to, like, safeguard them. Yeah, absolutely. Against diving in too fast. Like, my mom, okay, and I will give my mom super credit for this. Like, she dated for, like, a little bit after my dad and her got divorced. Like, I was so little, though. I barely remember, like, two different guys. Yeah. But at some point, she realized, like, they get attached too quickly to people. I have three little girls. And so, like, after I was, like, maybe three or four years old... My mom never dated anyone again after that. Yeah. And it was because she just, like, she knew that, like, her getting involved with someone fast meant we're getting involved with someone fast. No, that's a good point. So, yeah. And saying I love you, good Lord. Oh. That's a long way down the road for That's me. That's an episode in and of itself is when do you say it? Or, yeah. you know, when do you express that? Um but also, the high of liking someone is addictive and can be yes. confused with love. Absolutely. And especially if you're coming out of a long-term relationship, or maybe you haven't had a relationship in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and you're ready to, like, ah, you know, right. like be and, in and love again. you find somebody who makes you laugh and you're excited to see and all this other stuff. Like, that can be confused with love pretty quickly yeah or like if you're really sexually compatible with someone yeah that lust you know Uh like that lust that you feel for someone and wanting to be around them physically all the time right can very easily be confused with that stuff you know um infatuation Mm -hmm. is like that's like yeah right just because the dick or pussy is good like that is not love yeah and the point to remember there too is that they have not you're only seeing that. We all put our best selves forward immediately. Yes. Yeah. Right? So you are, like, feeling that person that you think they are. hmm But that's just only who you've seen on the surface that's so far. That's who they've let you've seen. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> People don't find out I'm a piece of shit until way <laughs> into the relationship. Or until they listen to the podcast. Also that, yeah. <laughs> but so don't confuse love with in love. Yes. Which there's a huge difference. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know. I would I would say that love is more. Like I love Brian. I'm not in love with Brian. Yeah. You know? No. Fair. Like, yeah. I love my dog. I love my family. I love. Um, I love lamp. Lamp. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I I love the Avet brothers. Yeah. I'm not in love with them, but no, I fair. love them. Like yeah. I. Yeah, so... Yeah, don't get those two twisted. Don't confuse them. Um, Infatuation and lust, we already talked about, uh, can easily be confused with love in early stages. Mm. Makes sense. Um, And love isn't felt till you truly know someone. Correct. Yeah. 
um, till you've seen that ugly dark side mm-hmm. that, you know. So you found how much they snore in the middle of the night and uh-huh. they still stay <clears throat> in the room. Or they don't wash their dishes or they put the toilet seat down or up or whatever it is. Till you see that, it's... If you don't wash the dishes, I don't love you, period. <laughs> it's not... I, to be fair, I've used the same glass since I got here. That is true. <laughs> whiskey and then water and more whiskey. Yeah. It's not that I mind washing the dishes. It's not that. It's the concept of just like, I don't know. I keep it very tidy. <laughs> sure, yeah. But when it's, with that, it's like somebody almost takes advantage of your space and how right. tidy you want to keep it. Right. And again, um, if you're a guest, that's one thing. But if it's a habit about the way you live, then that means you're not compatible with me. Right. Now, in the house, it's it's different. I have a little more leniency because there's no dishwasher here. Yeah. But if there is a dishwasher and you're still setting shit in the sink, I will lose my fucking mind. Because it's like, <laughs> it's right there. It's literally the same distance as the sink. Like, just put it in the goddamn right. dishwasher. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. Okay. Enough about my crazy <laughs> dishwashing uh, thing. So the next one is you're ignoring your non-negotiables. That's important. Boy, is it ever. Yeah. Like, let's say you're me and you never, ever, 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 ever wanted kids in your whole 38 years on this planet. And then all of a sudden you start dating somebody who is like, I definitely want to have kids and I can't be with someone who doesn't. And you're like, well, well, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, never once in my life have I ever been like, well, <laughs> no. I'm like, nope, next, you gotta go. Yeah. But, you know, it whether it be that or like, you know, I mean, any number of things. Sure, if you're... A Packer fan, uh, yeah. non-negotiable. Nope. Nope, no. sorry. If if you're not a smoker and somebody else is, and you're like, that's well. yeah. Or like some people feel strongly about like you know like I know a lot of my friends that I hang out with like smoke weed, and mm-hmm. there's like for me, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like I don't way. smoke weed, but like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, but if somebody does it, I don't care. It's yeah. none of my. It's, no, it's not that big of a deal. Right, but... it will just maybe not notice how much I drink. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, like, maybe you get surprise, stoned. Surprise! I like... have vices too. <laughs> Maybe get stoned and forget how much of a piece of shit I am. Right, <laughs> yeah. I just think I'm more enjoyable and funny. Yeah. But but there are people that that is like, a, oh my God, you can't do that. Yeah, it's you know? a huge deal breaker. But so yeah, as soon as you start going against, compromising, going against your non-negotiables and your deal breakers, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a sign that you're going too too quick. Right, absolutely. Like your value system to the core, whatever that is, like don't lose who you are or what you want from life, you know, like the kids saying mm-hmm. like, you know, that has a lot to do with my long-term life goals. It's not just like, for me, that's not like a very, like people that would reconsider that aren't thinking about their long-term goals in life. No, no. You know, and then like, remember that a partner is supposed to challenge you and not change you. That's a good point. Like, I think immediately of like politics, you know, Mm -hmm. like if somebody feels absolutely differently than you, like that should be one of those things that is something you can discuss with someone and not agree on, but discuss it civilly. Yeah. And if it's something that, A, they can't talk to you civilly about and they disagree with you, mm-hmm. immediate red flag. But also, if you find yourself, like, wanting to change the way you feel about it because they feel so strongly, you're rushing in too fast. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so it's me. Back yeah, to me. Okay. Yeah. Next one is um, you're already full. You, you already fully trust them. You already fully trust them. That's it. That's it. That's. Trust is. That's a hard thing earned. for me. Earned. Yeah. Um, and like we were saying, we I hide my wallet in my shoe or I leave mm-hmm. it in my car or something. If you have anything like that. Before anyone <sighs> comes over here, I'm like. There's a nine millimeter hidden in here, and I bet I can find it before you do. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, you just never know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I mean, one of the bullets under this is trust no one that you don't trust well. Wait, trust no, no one, one that you don't know no, that well. Know that well. Um, and it's very funny the amount of times that somebody has said "I love you" before you can actually trust this person. Right. To me, that's insane. It's totally insane, and it goes with a lot of those other things too. I would never introduce someone to my family uh-huh. that I don't trust because I know them absolutely all of their ugliest parts of them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you never know what someone's going to let out in front of your family. And well, God knows my family already judges me anyway. On so. top of that, I mean, I had this incident over the weekend um, to where someone would say something and everyone scrutinized what he said, what he meant, um, what type of person he is. Um, oh, he's he's doing this. Why is he doing this and not this? And if you don't have that trust in them, your family won't either. Absolutely. And they're going to be looking for reasons to, like, gun for them. Yeah. It, yeah, that's weird. But, but rightfully so, because yeah. they have their they have your best interests in mind. Yeah. So Good you point. better know what might happen before you ever even. Yeah. And you don't know someone that well in the first few months, so. No, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's pretty much, like, how you know you're already moving in too fast. Mm-hmm. But... Let's say you are like, uh-oh, some of these speak to me. I am in a situation where things have been moving too fast. How do I slow it down now that I realize that's happened? Uh, so the first one is express how you are feeling. Yeah, and communicate that. That's a huge part of it. Yes. Um, sometimes people get everybody processes things differently than everyone else Mm -hmm. and a lot of times people are afraid of hurting someone's feelings Uh and i've done away with that so much recently like we were talking about like the art of saying no in that episode yeah where i was like i literally had like the most freeing thing in the world was telling somebody when they asked me out no i'm just not interested thank you Mm mm-hmm like, it was polite. It was succinct. There was no lie. I didn't feel the need to, like, sugarcoat it. Right. It was just, like, no. And, like, it should be the same way when you're... Actually, on New Year's Eve, there was somebody that wanted to hang out, and I was, like... Yeah. I was kind of, like, already in bed, and I was, like, eh, I just don't really want to. And they were, like, come on. It'll be fun. It's New Year's. And I'm, like, okay. So, I kind of started to try to get myself out of bed, but then it was, like... Started being a little aggressive about it. And then I was like, "Mm, you know what? Something doesn't feel right. And I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And and then I was very clear about how, like, you know, it made me feel and it made me less want to go out because of the aggressive nature of, like, the no. We should definitely, like, and it's like, ooh, nope. Okay. So don't be afraid to just, like, be very clear about your feelings. Because if someone is not, and that person was very respectful about it. Like, they were like, you know what? Thank you for being clear. Yeah. That's fine. I don't want to put you in a position you don't 
you aren't going to enjoy and that's it. But if someone does give you backlash about it, there's your red flag. That's red flag for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also with that, I, I mean, on the opposite side, if you do feel like you are in love with this person that you've met too soon, talk about it with this person. Yeah. See how, how receptive they are of the idea of... Hey, I really like you a lot. Right. Where do you see this going? Right. And so my answer two weeks into it would be like, I've known you for two weeks. We'll I, see where it goes. I like you and I like the idea of all of this. Yeah. But... Yeah. Too fast, too soon. Or maybe they might tell you, like, you know what? I'm just, I'm still keeping my options open right now. Yeah. And then that might be your cue to reel it back in before you get too invested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing you can do is don't see each other as often. Yes. Take a little break. See if, if you're feeling like you're moving too fast or too soon. Stop doing the at each other's houses three, four nights a week. Yeah, and see what happens. See what that person's reaction is. Mm-hmm. Um, stop texting them at every five minutes. My God, stop the small talk. Stop the small talk. There's not that You've much gotta going You've got to be running on. out of it at that point anyway. Right. Yeah. Truly. Um, take a little break and see what happens. See how that other person reacts. Mm-hmm. You can also go on more group dates. I like this idea because yes. then you get the idea of how this person acts outside of with just you. Right. Yeah. And also, yeah, like it it will break up the monotony of just seeing them all the time. Yeah. So it'll be good for you and that being around other people will help to like, oh, yeah, you know, like re-spark your, you know, how you feel when you're around your friends. You know, it's just kind of like. Mm-hmm. A different, yeah, like, yeah. So being, going on more group dates. And also, it, if you see that they're not comfortable with that, red flag. Red flag, yep. Yeah. 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 If they want you off themselves, that's a little creepy. It is creepy. Uh, the next one, you came up with this. Do you want this one or? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I did, I was, I don't know why I felt so strongly about, like, timelines in this situation. Mm-hmm. But I think it is because it is time-oriented Yeah. that, like, I felt like there was something that we could say that would be specifically in terms of time. Keep future talk to the next weekend or less. I like that. Because if you feel like everything is going too fast, then don't talk about, you know, your cousin Susie's wedding that's in three months. You don't know if you're going to be together in three months. And you don't want to put that pressure on that other person that you're going to be. And it is pressure. Yeah. Uh, even if it's like, hey, my favorite band is coming to town three months from now. Mm-hmm. Can we go? Or can I get us tickets? Or anything like that. Right. Or my lease is up in two months. Do you want to move in together after that? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that is way you too fast. I mean? Way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so keep the future. To, like, if you're in a situation where you're trying to slow things down after you realize they've moved too fast. Just cut back and keep the future talk to just that weekend or less. I like it. Yeah. The other thing is um, slow down on milestones. Yes. Yes. And the milestones are introducing someone to your family. No, introducing them <laughs> to your family. <laughs> um, no talking or no taking to work fun. Yeah. Because yeah. you know once everybody at work's met them, then you're like, they're Well, and that's the thing. Up. And maybe that's why I'm, I'm so reserved when it comes to a relationship. 
I don't want to tell everybody at work, hey, right, my girlfriend is coming to Every work. Every time I'm like, and everyone's like, ooh, you know, it becomes like a <laughs> oh, whole thing. Beth has a boyfriend and they kiss. Yeah. They ooh, smooch. <laughs> finger like kissing. And yeah. then by the time the work function comes up, Beth's all alone. Right. And then you're, oh my God, then you have to explain the whole what happened. What happened? And, and, well, I, a lot, I because want... I'm with you motherfuckers all day, every day, <laughs> and I don't really want to explain the other 12 hours of my life right. to you. Yeah, and that can be embarrassing, and I, I hold off on that just to avoid the embarrassment of... And that's just as much as family to me. Anyway. True, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, don't buy a pet together. Oh, God, <laughs> don't buy... You know how many people I know that have like lost a pet in the divorce that are just devastated over <sighs> it? Yeah. Yeah. No, don't buy that. Yeah. No. No. Nope, nope, nope. So naturally, stop texting back and forth all day, every day. You know, if you have something significant to say, then say something significant. And there's no limit on the number of times a day that is. But yeah. just stop the mindless chit-chat. Like the... How was your day? This person there did is not weather. Per- yeah. Do you like weather? <laughs> I have weather. Like, do you do things? I like stuff. Right. Work is dumb. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. work is always dumb. Someone has not forgotten about you that quickly. Right. You know, just because you're not talking. But I, I really feel like with the online dating and all that other stuff, if you're not talking to somebody else, they're talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not, if you're not constantly there, constantly talking or texting, it's a swipe away. But if you dial this back mm-hmm. and you still find yourself not talking to someone else. Yeah. You also find out that they are not. Then you know you have a good thing. But if so. you dial yeah. it back and then you do find that you're needing to talk to somebody else. Yeah. Maybe that that person wasn't the right one for you to begin with. And point. if they immediately feel the need to rush on to someone else. They weren't the right person for you. That's a good point. So yeah. if, yeah. So not only a good way to find out if you're moving too fast or what to do if you're moving too fast, but to find out if it's a good person or not. Right. Because that person might just be addicted to that high of new, 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 new. Yep. And well, yeah, that could be the reason that you're in that whole situation to begin with. Right. And then once that goes away, they're just going to move on to the next new, new, new. Yeah. Looking at you, Brad Britt. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, that we're in the same room. Yeah, I know. Now I don't have to be like, I'm looking at you, finger, eyes, right. your eyes. 12 hours phone. away. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh, the next one is so Oh, huge. the next one. Do it, Brian. Is it me? Yeah. No big trips. Vacations are the kiss of death. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Every time I've gone on vacation with someone, break up. But I, you know, that's the thing where you're you you're spending so much time around somebody, and you get to see the real them, mm-hmm. and you're stuck with this person for three days. We just posted on the Facebook uh, the the winter weather advisory. Don't take somebody <laughs> home tonight because you might be stuck, stuck with, with them. them all weekend. Um, also, I was laughing because I was like, "That's clearly a Kansas City <laughs> thing. It's seventy degrees here in North Carolina today. Beautiful here. Yeah." Um, but yeah, I, I've had a couple of trips to where it was like, that was a deal, or not a deal breaker, but it was definitely yeah. like, I learned enough about this person. And if you already feel like things are moving too fast, God, yeah, this is the fastest way to be like, 
Yep. Breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so another thing that you can do if you feel that things are going too fast, they need to be slowed down, dive into work or pick up more hobbies. Yeah. You know, you could, for instance, pick up embroidery, <laughs> like our good friend Lauren Bellflower, who made me this amazing iron-on patch that is a freaking means logo that I did receive in the mail. Thank you, Lauren Bellflower. I, I can't wait to get home and check my mail. Gift and... With the bonus penis. <laughs> It's we will we will put that on the page after this episode. We will, and I will. It it is an angry penis. It is an angry penis, and I will cherish it for all of my days. Maybe not angry, but he's he's scowling for sure. Well, his head makes it look like he's sad. (laughs) Oh, I didn't think he was sad. I just thought he was angry. I never considered his feelings. I think the eyebrows are intense. I mean, that's what's getting angry off. No, that's fair. I kind of thought more sad. Oh. A sad penis. But he looks a little erect to be sad, so. <laughs> also, know. like, the shine marks on the testicles yes. are. It's, like, very detailed. Like, <laughs> this is not just a, like, thrown together penis. This right. There was some research involved Quality with this. artwork. And <laughs> thank you, Lauren. She had a model. So pick up a hobby, like yeah. embroidery. Embroidery or card collecting. Yeah. Like Mark Jackson basketball cards. <laughs> <laughs> The thing that you can do is to start spending time with your friends again. Boom. This is always a big thing. Anytime anyone gets in a relationship and... Honeymoon phase. Yep. And they're always with their... Significant other. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but... Yeah, significant other. Um, the friends kind of go away and... Um, yeah. Get back it's to natural. that. It's natural. Yeah. You know, it's natural for that to happen. I think we all go through it. And there's a very forgivable period of time that that happens. Uh-huh. But at some point, your friends are going to get annoyed. And they're going to just, like, get used to hanging out without you. Yeah. And then, at the same time, like, they're going to feel like you went into this too fast too soon. hmm So, but they're always going to be accepting of you back in. Right. So, if you're in a situation where you feel like things are going too fast too soon, just go reach out to your friends again. Yeah. And, and stay involved with them. Carve out time for them. Right. Yeah. Um, also, remember who you are and be yourself. It's the person that they, I put, fell for, and Brian maybe changed it to liked because they haven't <laughs> fallen for you yet. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe. Falling is, is too fast, too soon. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. So it's the person that they liked from the beginning and who they will fall for if things continue to go well. Right. So ask yourself if you really want to be a different person or this image that you've projected of yourself forever, or if you want to just get back to being you and let them eventually fall for that real life you. Yeah. It's the only person you can be all the time. That's it. I can never put up a front on who I am. (laughs) No. Except when I'm at work. I do the customer service voice. I don't know who that bitch is, okay? (laughs) Like, it's like a demon takes over me. We'll have to do a podcast with customer service Beth. (laughs) One of these days. (laughs) Actually, it's exhausting. (laughs) I'll get on the road. People are like, that felt like an exorcism. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't even know what just happened. It was so gross. It felt disgusting coming out of me. Right. Yeah. So so what causes people to move too fast too soon? We went over the uh, the signs of moving too fast too soon, what you can do to kind of 
once you're in that position, what you mm-hmm. can do then. But what kind of causes the too fast, too soon? I know. Number one, culprit. Yeah, yeah. The internet. The internet. It's yeah. Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The honeymoon phase is spent electronically. So much. Yeah. Uh, with online dating, I mean, you know more about somebody just through text message than you do actually sitting down and, and talking to this person. 100%. Yeah. It's not like the 90s when you had to talk to somebody. Right. In person. You didn't have this constant on the concept phone. on the phone. You, didn't you know, have... it's funny. I've like rediscovered talking to people on the phone. You know that I used to be like. Yeah, you hate it. I absolutely hated it. And recently I've rediscovered just like the art of talking to somebody on the phone. Like, yeah. And really, you know who forced me into that was Ray Porter, our good friend who is mm-hmm. a comedian. Definitely check him out. But Ray has cerebral palsy. Yeah. And so it's very difficult for him to text message. Yeah. And we always have a lot to tell each other because we're good friends and there's always a lot of comedy stuff going on. Yeah. And so, but texting is very hard for Ray. So we just talk on the phone. But we talk on the phone for like an hour once a week, you know, yeah. which is so weird. But it like... <laughs> Force me back into that, and I love it again. Like yeah. it's you know, it's nice to actually have that human actual contact. No, and, that's, and it's made me closer to him. You know, and that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I mean, that's that's one of the causes. Uh, everything you you meet somebody online, you you talk to them online, or electronically text message, and the and... speed of everything is quicker online because. Yeah. Did like technology was created to make our lives more efficient. Right. And in some cases like this, it can be counterproductive to human to human interaction and relationships, cultivating real relationships. Because Good you point. can't shortcut that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um yeah, you know, getting to know someone takes time in order mm-hmm. to be authentic. Yeah. You can't speed it up by texting each other every single minute of the day. No. Because, yeah, you do get to know a lot about somebody. But, like, then once you get to, like, you know, like, let's say, like, you know, I know I've been through it a hundred times where, like, you meet somebody on the internet and you have this great text conversation. And then by the time you finally meet in person, you feel like their personality sucks. Yeah. because you've already gotten out yeah. so much you of that. You have nothing to talk about. Right. Nothing to talk about. Yeah. So... I think a lot of times that ruins it, really. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people can be more different in person. We just totally talked about different, that. Totally different, yeah. yeah. <coughs> but they also might be just totally different in person because there are some people who, like, are great texters. Yeah. But genuinely just have, like, terrible personalities. Yeah. And they can't keep up a conversation. Also, we've talked about it before, you know, online dating. I mean... I have pictures on my profile that are six years old. Yeah. You know? Not good. Yeah. Shame on you. We know. We said shame on me. Shame on me, but they're good pictures. Also, fun fact Brian's driving here. (laughs) Brian's driving to my house from Georgia. And he goes, Well, must be getting close because they're. He found me on Tinder. Because <laughs> yeah, I was in your, I was in, you were in my radius for the Tinder search. <laughs> must, must be getting close. You're on my Tinder. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh my God. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, people can be totally different in person. Remember that you have only seen the good side that they want you to see. Yep. 
It's why I have pictures that are six years old. Right. You know? They might not be six years old. I'll have to. Right. But they're not current. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So there are a few things that you can ask yourself when you're going through this, right? Mm -hmm. That will really help you have that come to Jesus moment about is this going too fast or not? You know, for instance, this is a big one. Are you hiding things from your friends and family? Yeah. Now, your friends and family, again, are going to be the most harsh critics of this person because they love you. And if you tell them that Susie's moving in next week and or you leave that information out because you are afraid of what they will think, uh-huh. that should be your red flag that something is going Something isn't right. Yeah. If you can't tell your family and friends, if you aren't excited to tell them everything about this relationship and you find yourself withholding information, yeah, then it could be a sign that's going too fast. No, that's a good one. The other thing you should ask yourself is, what's the rush? Bingo! What is the rush? What is the rush? You have your whole lives. I would say that the rush is online dating. And if you don't... I honestly, I, I think that as soon as you make a match, if you don't meet that person within three days, you've put yourself in the corner. They've already well, made other I matches. I don't mean meeting someone in person. Yeah. I mean, what's the rush in like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everything else. No, no, that's a good point. What's the rush in telling somebody... You don't have to move in together after three months. Right. What's, what's the rush? What's the rush of telling somebody after the first time you have sex that you love them? Ugh. <laughs> What is the rush? That is a counterproductive rush. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What is the rush? What's the rush of moving in? You can also never move in. That would be fine, too. Right. I'd be okay with that. I'd be really okay with that. (laughs) I don't ever want you to move in. There's no room. (laughs) Right. There's only one closet in this house. Yeah. And it's mine. And it's mine. And it's supposed to be for laundry. So your laundry. <laughs> we sacrificed a washer dryer because there's one at the apartment. We don't need it. Yeah. Anyway. What is the rush indeed? If it's yes. for the rest of your life. Yeah. You have your whole life. Your whole life. Don't rush into it. Do I feel out of control is a big way. Yeah. Like, do you feel at some point like, oh, no. I know I've had that moment where I'm like, oh my God, all of a sudden everything I'm doing is, all the decisions I'm making, all of my plans are around this person, and I feel like it's spiraled out of control because now that's the expectation. Mm-hmm. So, if you ask yourself, do I feel out of control at any point? Yeah. Not good. Not good. Red flag. The next one is... <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> Am I being annoying? Yeah. And that's something that if anyone feels that you're annoying, you're ruining it. Yeah. With with the constant text messages, the everyday good mornings. The... If you feel like, oh, I'm going to say he hasn't texted me in six hours and now I'm going to say something smart ass back because I feel like I want to make a point. Oh. Or, you know, or you know, am I being annoying to my family and friends? No, good point. Yeah. And the, the, the fastest way to... Get rid of somebody is to make a smart ass comment of after six hours. What was the the? I mean, it was. You had someone who was texting, and you were like, "Look, dude, I'm just too busy." And then, like six hours later, he came back with, "No, he called you at your work." Yeah. 
That was terrifying. That is terrifying. He also did not know where I worked. I never told him that. So he, right. in that six hours, found out that information. And at that point, I said, if you ever fucking contact me again, I will slap a restraining order on your ass so right. fast, it will make your head spin. Also, going to go back so that there's a nine millimeter in here, and I bet I can find it faster than you can. Right. What's there's he... also an 83-pound pit bull who <laughs> <laughs> will not hesitate to rip your goddamn head off. <laughs> he is a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, was he being annoying? Not only annoying, but terrifying. Sometimes Fair. sometimes annoying and scary are a very thin line between. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But being also annoying with your friends and family, too. Like, oh, my God, we've been dating for two weeks and we're going to get married. And, like, people get annoyed by that <clears throat> Ooh, real yeah. fast. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because you also might be one of those people who's habitually, like... Oh my god, this guy! I love him so much, and like, okay, girl, and then two we weeks know. later, two and weeks oh my god, now, yeah, yeah, I've never met anybody like this person. Yeah, and two weeks later, I so find the love of my life. So if your friends are starting to be annoyed by you saying that, <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's next? Is it me? I was the yeah, it's I am annoying. Um, oh no, I guess it is me. Sorry. Do the people I love and trust like them? Have they expressed a specific dislike for them? I feel like that's very important. It's huge. Yeah. Um, Got together with family this weekend. Both of my sisters had their significant others with them. One was very likable. One was very not. One was very likable. One was not. Um, And I think, but like you said, these are the people who love you and care about you the most. My friends have never been wrong about a guy I've been dating. And it annoys the living piss and shit out of me, okay? Yeah, yeah. But, again, they were right. They had a bad feeling about that person. They expressed that. Uh-huh. And I was so head over heels that I just couldn't even, like, nope, not even see the forest for the trees. Yeah. But it was that too much, too fast, like, love bombing thing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, listen to your family and friends. At the end of the day, they have your best interest in mind. And they will be the first ones to tell you if it's going too soon, too fast. Yeah, absolutely. That time is off, so don't... No, no, that's fine. I was... We're getting ready for shout-outs, or... Uh, yeah, we just have, like, one more thing to okay. talk about, which was... Oh, I guess we've already sort of touched on that, which was online dating. Yeah. And, it like, when you're in the early stages of this too fast, too soon, this is, like, really... I guess, like, early spot checking, checking mm-hmm. on this. Like, so when you're first online dating somebody and you're first, like, doing that really talking all the time stuff, there are a few little, like, signs, I think, we, yeah. we made a point of, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> are they, I'm sorry, are they willing to meet in person? Yeah, that is a big one. <clears throat> and like I said, I think three days. If yeah. you don't meet somebody three days. Or at least have plans to meet that weekend. Let's say you start talking on a Monday. Fair. Fair. And you don't have plans till that weekend, but unless you <laughs> solidified plans yeah. within three days. Yes. Yes. Something is a mess. Yeah. Something's wrong. They're not who they say they are. Nope. There is a reason they don't want to meet you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Total clear sign. Um, But they may have also moved on. Yes. And they may also be keeping you on the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. and And we've said it before, like... With online dating, it's a competition almost. If yeah. I don't solidify this, whatever it is, they're going to find somebody else. Right. And it's only a swipe away. And that sucks. 
But, like, I think also at the same time, like, people are like, oh, like, you go on two days and it's like, are we in a relationship? It's like, dude, no. Right. Or you sleep with somebody and it's like, no, we're in a relationship now. No, we're not. No, No. sex is not equal a relationship. In fact, I'm literally silently willing you to leave my house as we speak. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, like, like, that does not mean a relationship. And that hurry to be in it is the biggest turn off to me in the whole world. No. I Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, you or they rush to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, you know, I see What that are I'm, we? Right. Where do I stand with you? Mm-hmm. Let it happen organically. And that's what I think is weird about online dating is people who can set their, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for marriage. Are you, are you though, like... I mean, you might be, but eventually, but But again, don't... let's bring it back to the eventually... But for now, let's talk about next week or sooner. Right. You know? And you've said it before. You might be looking for that, but not with that person. Fair. You might just want to have sex with that person. Yeah. But there might be somebody else that you are looking to eventually be in a long-term relationship with. But it's like, unfortunately, setting those parameters so early in advance, like, ruins the potential of, like, something happening organically beautifully like yep. when you put that pressure on it from the beginning it's a huge a for me it's a turn off and right. b it's yeah i could set an unrealistic expectation okay like my friends reed pegram shout out to reed and jenna they were on the show they were on the episode of successful relationships yeah reed and jenna were like hookup buddies like they were yeah. like friends with benefits uh-huh and, like, they never thought that it would get serious. And now here they are, like, years later. And they're, like, one of the most amazing, highly functioning. Like, I look at them and I'm, like, they will be together forever. Because they're yeah. so cute together. And they're just, like, their personalities are awesome. Well, because they took their time. They exactly. Was, yeah, you they know. Were, they did not put that expectation on it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. In fact, they opposite have expected that, you right. know. And then they, like, just the more they got, there was time to hang out and get to know one another organically yeah. they learned that they really did like this person a lot and mm-hmm. then and they even went out and started seeing other people at some point and they were like whoa the grass Wait is greener right yeah so you know when you set those unrealistic expectations from the beginning you could be turning down what could turn into a really good thing yeah or yeah because uh, if either one of them had been like nope i want a relationship and then the other one would have been like, well, that's not what I'm looking for right now. Mm-hmm. They could have possibly never even like, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that's happened plenty of times to where it's like, we've dated, we've gone on two dates. We're boyfriend, girlfriend now. It's like. No, no, we're no, not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no, and we're then not. like, yeah, something that could have been fun and enjoyable and a good relationship. Learn to like grow, know, get to right. know them, mm-hmm. you know, like, Yeah. For sure. Ryan's drinking wine. This is crazy. I'm all out of whiskey. (laughs) Holy shit. This Mm. is... It is a great day in North Carolina. You put blueberries in it, so that's... I did put blueberries in it. So fancy. (laughs) I know. I had this great, like, produce from Publix. I didn't want to go bad. So I was like, well, if I put it in my wine, I'll eat it at the end of it. (laughs) That's one way to ensure your vitamins. Put it at the bottom of your alcohol. Yeah. Cool. So anyways, yeah, don't go too fast too soon. Don't no, be in a rush. Take will, your time. You will chase off good people. That's right. We were talking about this earlier. There was a couple of good relationships that I could have been had this. It, and Beth approved 
Got the 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 best stamp of they approval. They got my stamp of approval, which is very hard to get. Yeah, and even today, it's like, oh, I wonder how this person's doing. And uh, nope, it was it was too fast, too soon. Mm-hmm. Totally ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do realize it, and like you realize the other person doesn't feel the same way. Just, like, be cool, because they might still eventually feel that way. Don't try to, like, turn around and do the old, like, oh, well, no, I totally want to be single, too, thing. Like, Well, and that's yeah. something that we talked about today was the reason why we keep laughing about the, like, I love you after the first time you have sex it's is because it really, happened. It, really <laughs> it really happened to me. And with somebody who was a Beth approved. And, and not just me, but other people that oh, absolutely, are yeah. friends. Like and, approved, which is very difficult to get. Yeah, and like she was a really cool girl, and I still kind of miss her. But um, the fact of the matter is, is that she, unfortunately, she had said that. Okay, yes, that happened. But you know, there are a couple of ways that you can play that off. If someone doesn't say it back, if you really did mean it, that's fine. You can make a joke out of it, right? Or you can just be like, just take it as a like, just take one in the chin. It's fine. Sure. If they didn't say it back, then just, if you really feel that way, understand that you said it too quickly. Right. They didn't feel that way yet, but because know that- my it, response to that was, that's a little too soon. Yeah. But also, like, you should know that that was too soon, and you should just, like, in yourself be like, you know what? Yeah, that was probably too soon for me. That's okay. I made yeah. a mistake. He's still here. He still wants to hang out with me. Don't try to do the, go the opposite route and be like, oh well, then we're not together, and I can't. I'm so yeah. glad I'm by myself. Like you that's didn't say it back. Not so, the way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so way. happy that I'm single, which right. was something that came out on a vacation with this woman. Like, kiss it ass. Uh, yeah. Um, if she would have said like, you know, I'm sorry, your dick had my mind working in crazy ways. Right. Or, yeah. Ooh. Or been like, I love that dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I was speaking specifically to your penis or something funny like I'm that. I'm sorry, that was my vagina speaking. Which is the way or... I would have handled it. You right. know what I mean? Like, me, I'm going to be making a joke about it immediately if something awkward like that happens. Yeah. Now, if you're not that person, that's fine. But also, like, at least have enough confidence in yourself to know, hey, you know what? That was a silly thing that slipped out of my mouth. It's fine. Just let it go. Yeah. Do you know how many times a day I will think of something I did like <laughs> 10 years ago that was Ooh, so stupid? if I would have said this? Stupid. <laughs> like, it was something that was so stupid. Like, I remember one time, like, I, like it was like a workplace forever ago. And, like, we, it was a Christmas party that we were having. And, like, somebody gave out cards to everybody. And mm. it was just like, and I happened to see, like, a gift card or two follow other people's. Yeah. So I was just thinking, oh, this person gave us all gift cards. And then I was like, there isn't one in mine. And then I was like, oh, that was so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, because she didn't give you one. Like, oh, and I was like, I hated myself oh. for so long for saying that out loud. But, like, my first thought in my head was to just go to, like, oh, she must have forgotten to put mine in there because everyone <laughs> right. else got one. But yeah. I'm an idiot. We all say stupid things that run out of our mouths all yeah. the time. Yeah, Absolutely. And good sex will make you do that. And yes, sometimes you are just in love with that dick, and that's fine. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. All right. So anyway, will you will you fill me up? I'll just. I will. I'll share my wine with you, Brian. Oh. oh shit! Sorry. I keep. Uh, he keeps. We can do the wine in the whiskey glass. It's yeah, fine. It's fine. We do what we want around here, <laughs> North Carolina. Live for your day. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. To wrap up. We shout have shout outs. Yeah. 
I actually have one this week. Go for it. So I met this guy at a bar in Kansas City. He does a podcast called Wednesday Night Drinking Practice. Excuse me? <laughs> I'll repeat that. Wednesday Night Drinking Practice. His name is uh, uh, Clint Hoffmeyer. Okay. And it's kind of a cool thing. So he... Um, does Cliff want to be my boyfriend or what? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you ready to make this like professional too fast Wednesday? Too soon. Yeah, too fast too soon. Sorry. professional, professional Wednesday night drinking. Yeah, no more. Fuck the practice. Right, we got that down anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a musician, and what he does is he gets the local uh, Kansas City musicians together. Oh, drinking practice. He gets That's yeah, he it. gets them drunk, and they talk about the music scene and what they're doing and all that other stuff. Yeah, but. Great podcast, amazing sound quality. I'm nice. I'm jealous. Like you know, we do appreciate a good sound quality. Yeah, absolutely. I nerd out on that, but that's my shout out. Speaking of nerding out, everybody, my shout out is well, it's to myself essentially, <laughs> but it is to my new brand, my new baby, my new venture called Western Carolina Comedy. Yeah, and. So please follow it on all of your social media. Mm-hmm. We will be, I will be producing a monthly show here in Western Carolina, which specifically here in Waynesville. And uh, I have secured a venue. It is the Gem at Boojum Brewery in downtown Waynesville. Which is a cool fucking place. It is like, a great venue. It is no, a, we were just there. Yeah. And it is, it is... Comfy and cozy and relaxing and inviting and The top half perfect. of it is a brewery and dining and they have like amazing food. And the bottom half is like a music venue sort of hangout and they have yeah. a great stage. So Western Carolina Comedy's debut show is going to be on February 27th at the Gem at Boojum Brewery in Waynesville, North Carolina, where we will have... One of my favorite people in the whole wide world as the headliner, Brad Sativa <laughs> out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Who, if you're not, like, if you have never heard Brad, he is so great. Like, his giggle gives me life. Like, I literally, yeah. like, probably once a month, I'm like, I just love your giggle. And I can't stop <laughs> laughing thinking about your giggle. So, Brad Sativa, he has an album out already on Spotify called Petty. It's free to listen to it, so definitely check it out. Brad will be headlining. He has a new album actually coming out on 420. Imagine that. Um, But yeah, so he'll have lots of great new material at that show. Uh, We also have Rowan Young from Knoxville, who's going to be featuring. And my friend that I met in Tennessee, Clinton Ricks, will be opening up. I will be hosting the show. It is going to be amazing. For the low, low price of $5, you can come to Boojum and get cheap alcohol unlike some other places we drank today oh fuck that other place yeah what was it 28 dollars a whiskey for me yeah times two yeah it was but then we went to Boojum and had some great beer and they have great they have two dollar tacos today yeah 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 on a sunday yeah it's sunday right yes okay yeah (laughs) i know the space-time continuum when you're not working gets all right yeah yeah Anyway, so February 27th, be there or be square. It's going to be awesome. And follow Western Carolina Comedy on all of your social medias. I will have a poster for the event soon. I was going to create a poster, but then Brian came, surprisingly, and then <laughs> ruined my creative 
energy. Oh. I had to clean my house instead. <laughs> she had to do the dishes. Right. I was like, oh, well, the good news is there's no dishes in the sink, but everything else needs to be done. <laughs> no, that's a good humble brag. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's going to be really great. We're going to have a monthly <clears> show. Actually, I have Heather and Reese lined up for the next four months. Nice. Uh, our good friends Taylor Hearn and Elaine Jackson will oh be coming in March. That's so cool. And Patrick Cunningham will be coming in April. And Reed Pegram will be coming in May. Right on. And I have one more humble brag. One more. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest of the big humble brags. And that is March 31st in Knoxville, Tennessee. I will be opening for JT Haversat and Eddie Pepitone. Hell yeah. Comedy motherfucking <laughs> legends. Yes. The man, the man behind the entire Altercation Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, author, podcaster, JT is insane. He is so amazing. Eddie Pepitone is the bitter Buddha. He is just, he's a comedy fucking god. And for me to be asked to do the show was just like, Mm. I almost cried. I was so excited. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to be opening for them. It's going to be a great show. So March 31st. Come to Knoxville, Tennessee. It's going to be great. Yeah. But I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. So uh, don't move too fast too soon. Yeah. Yeah, come out to all the shows and listen to all the shows that we've we've uh, bumped and promoted. Absolutely. I know. I think we just feel like we keep wanting to get recording in next to each other in as long as we can <laughs> because this is so unusual. Right. But. But. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Yeah.